Hey folks, welcome back to another Ruby Dev Summit. I am talking today about the Ruby community, right? Now, I've been asking people all week, what's the future of Ruby, right? And I feel like there were kind of four main areas that I wanted to talk through. Um, I've already talked about kind of the media and learning landscape. I've talked about how Ruby is heading for different platforms. And today I want to talk about Ruby's community because let me, let's face it, Ruby's community is amazing. It's awesome. And I love the connections that I make with different people and the ability for us to get together and learn from each other and talk to each other and just feel the, the excitement around Ruby. Um, I think this was most poignant to me when I went to Rails World this October. It was in Amsterdam, uh, which is a cool city, and I've been there a few times now. Um, but we, we went to Amsterdam and uh, went to the conference. And I'll tell you, man, the energy was just, I mean, it, it was so thick and exciting and just fun. And for a long time, as I've talked to Ruby Rubyists, um, you get people who really, really, really love the language. But a lot of times you really didn't get that energy, right? You didn't have that feel of people saying, wow, the future's bright for Ruby. Ruby's going to be the, the thing that people want to do in the future. Um, you know, get excited about uh, all of the opportunities and possibilities with Ruby. And I'll tell you, Rails World, that it was totally different. It was such a different feel. And my understanding was to a certain degree that uh, RubyConf and RailsConf and a lot of the local conferences that people have gone to were also in a lot of ways that way, where uh, people showed up, they talked to each other, they you know interacted with each other, and and really had that feel. Another thing is is that over COVID we saw a lot of the Ruby conferences, in particular, the number of conferences go way down, uh, basically to zero because people just weren't getting together. Whether it was because the organizers didn't want to take the risk of bringing a bunch of people to get sick, or whether people weren't willing to go to the conferences because they were weren't willing to risk getting COVID. Um, but yeah, we saw a lot of, uh, especially uh, local and regional stuff die off, right? So a lot of the, um, a lot of the meetups quit happening. A lot of the conferences stopped. A lot of the other things that, you know, we really looked forward to in the Ruby community just kind of petered out. And to me, that was really sad because one of the things that really helped me as I was coming up through the community was was these opportunities to get together uh, either at the conferences or the meetups, right? And so uh, just to give a few examples, um, so I live near Salt Lake City. We used to have a conference here called Mountain West Reconference. And um, I think it was the first or second year I went, I was still pretty new at Ruby. Um, lots of imposter syndrome, right? But I went up to the conference a little bit early to sit in the auditorium, wait for the the conference to start. And uh, I wound up sitting next to Jim Wyrick. And uh, for those of you who don't know Jim, Jim's the guy that uh, created Ra uh, Rake. He he contributed tons and tons and tons of gems to the Ruby and Rails communities. And he was just a terrific mentor to a ton of people. And so um, I didn't know who he was, right? I didn't know that he was a big name. I didn't know he was speaking at the conference. But I sat down and started chatting with him and then I asked him a few questions about some areas of Ruby that I was trying to learn. And it was amazing because he just explained it to me, he just talked to me like a regular person. And then um, as I continued to go to the events and just go to lunch with people or, you know, sit, sit out in the hall and chat with people. Oh, wow. Did you hear about the thing in this talk? Or, hey, we had the, you know, we have this thing coming out in Ruby or Rails or some other thing. And 
anyway, there were just so many opportunities where we um, could get together and just put our heads together and just talk about what we really loved about Ruby. And it feels like I just don't get that as much anymore. I mean, my local meetup doesn't meet anymore. And and it's rather sad. And, and I'm looking to actually pull it back together. Um, the other thing is, is that I like to start talking to people in the wider community. In fact, I put together uh, a group where we're going to start getting together every week called uh, Ruby Geniuses. Uh, you can go to rubygeniuses.com. And if you use the code uh, Ruby Dev Summit, it'll actually give you 20% off. But um, yeah, just just being able to sit down and say, okay, hey, what you know, what's new? What are you learning, right? And it's, oh, well, I'm learning this about Hotwired. Or, hey, I'm learning this about Kamal and deploying with Kamal. Or, hey, I wrote a new command line tool. Or I learned this new debugging technique, or hey, I'm struggling with this particular thing in Ruby or Rails or what have you, right? All of those different things are things that we can pull together and, and make work for us, but we don't pick up on those things unless we have the opportunity to get together and put our heads together, right? Uh, we also see this to a certain degree with forums or things like Google Groups and stuff like that. Um, and so that that's the thing that I want to pull back together, right? You know? I want to create a Discord server where people can get on and, and Ruby it up. Um, and so, you know, just, you know, be looking for those things as we get together, but then also help people get their local communities together, right? Whether you only have a handful of people who do Ruby in your community, or whether, like me, you live in an area that has uh, quite a number of Ruby and Rails developers. So um, anyway, the, the community is just, it, it's such a hotbed of great ideas and inspiration. And uh, I feel like if we're looking at Ruby's community, I think we're going to see a resurgence here, right? Um, I, I have, I've had some uh, conversations and possibly disagreements with a number of people who say that Ruby is dying or that the community is just not going to grow as a percentage of the market like it used to or things like that. But I can tell you that as I've talked to more and more people, it looks like more and more of the community things are coming back where if you live in a major city or a tech hub or some area where there are a lot of Rubyists, uh, the opportunities to get together with them are beginning to uh, appear again. And so if you're looking for some of those and you're looking for a resource to help find them, I mean, let me know because, you know, I'm talking to people in unlikely places that are starting uh, meetups again, and we're starting to see a lot of those conferences come back. Um, so besides the community or besides the conferences and meetups, um, I'm also seeing a lot of people starting to write uh, gems again, you know, contribute different things to Ruby and Rails. And so that's also very, very exciting. I talked a bit about that in the um, the difference, uh, different areas of learning and um, and media yesterday. But just keep in mind that um, the level of contribution I'm seeing is also going way, way up. And uh, the the other exciting thing is related to Rails World is the uh, Ruby on Rails Foundation. And I talked to Amanda Perino uh, as one of the interviews, and she talked about all of the things that they are doing to help uh, educate and inform and gather people so that we can be the kind of community that really does pull together and create a place where we can all work on our favorite stuff in our favorite programming language. So uh, anyway, the, it, it just really feels like the sky's the limit um, as far as our opportunities to, uh, to work on different things. And then the last area that I want to talk about briefly is Ruby Central. 
which is kind of like the Rails Foundation, except it's Ruby focused, not Rails focused. Um, and and they they do all kinds of stuff to help maintain the infrastructure that you use, like uh, Ruby Gems and RubyGems.org and uh, Bundler and stuff like that. And there's a lot of exciting stuff going on there too. I talked to Kinsey Durham Grace, who's uh, on the Ruby Central board. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye out. Uh, Amanda Perino and uh, Kinsey Durham Grace are kind of the two people that I've talked to that kind of live in this space. But also Jeremy Evans is probably a person you want to be aware of as he's uh, contributed to Rota, SQL, uh, Rack, Ruby, and a bunch of other places. His discussion kind of bridged the gap between uh, contributions to repos on GitHub and the um, and contributions to Ruby with its memory management and things like that. So anyway, uh, so, so there's so much going on. I just I, I can't even begin to tell you how awesome it is. But yeah, if you want to join Ruby Geniuses, you can go check it out rubygeniuses.com. Um, and yeah, uh, stay tuned for those talks. Uh, today's talks will be, as I said, Amanda Perino and Kinsey Durham Grace. And then also Stephen Margheim, who's talked a whole bunch about Rails on SQLite. Uh, Federico Iacchetti, um, who did uh, the content for Dev's podcast. He's got some other projects going on. And Samuel Williams, who's been working on Async and Falcon. Async is the asynchronous concurrency type stuff, uh, fiber scheduler. And then he also talked a bunch about Falcon, which is a uh, web server that's built on top of those ideas uh, for efficiency. And uh, anyway, super exciting. So go check them out. Um, obviously, if you want these past the 24-hour limit that's on each of them, you can go sign up for either Ruby Bits or Rails Clips or the combo. And the combo is uh, it's it's 25% off the price of both together. So it's instead of $19 for one and $19 for the other, it is $29 for the full package. Anyway, uh, go go check it out. And until next time, Max out.